0: What's going on, guys? It's Ty from breakerculture.com. Really excited today because we have a sweet interview for you with Tyler from Battlefield Box Breaks out of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, one of the newer breakers over the past 18 months, someone who's got his feet really stabilized in the Facebook market and has done a good job of growing his business. And I think some of the insights that he shares with you today will give you kind of a inside look at what really happens with new breakers and what they have to struggle with and deal with. Um, as they're getting their business started, so mad props to Tyler really enjoyed the conversation. um just a cool dude, and I think you're gonna really sit back and enjoy um the conversation with Tyler. So thanks so much for joining as always. If you have any feedback, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at breakerculture. shoot me an email at ty at BreakerCulture.com. dot um, but enjoy the interview. Well, Tyler, what's up, man? How you doing?
1: Good, good. How about yourself? How are you guys?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Shani and I are just hanging, talking breaks. Shani, you good, are there. Good. Shanee. I'm here, guys.
2: <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Happy Sunday morning to you both.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Well, I tell you what, man, I'm excited to allow folks to get to know you. Uh, we've gotten a chance to know you for a little bit just through emails and conversations, and obviously part of your Facebook group, so excited to, to have you. So Battlefield Box Breaks, how, how long have you been around, Tyler, how long have you been doing this?
1: So I have been doing this actually for probably uh, a little over a year. Um, I started back in July, actually, and, and time flies, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's already it's been over a year. Yeah, no
0: kidding, so, so that, that's awesome. Are you Have you been exclusively Facebook since your inception?
1: Yes. um i i have tailored off and, and tried some of the uh tried some ebay breaks um it's just not my uh i guess my cup of tea um i like the community part of it the community aspect of it um being able to talk to the guys and uh and get to know them more on a on a personal level um it seems like when when i do the ebay breaks there's not a lot of communication which is not it's not fun for me. It just feels like a transaction. Hmm. Um, and, and I like the fun
2: communication part of it. Do you find that through eBay breaks, a lot of folks that purchase spots that way, they end up not even bothering to come into the live breaking. I, I have seen that.
1: Um, it's almost like they, they, they'll buy into a break and then, um, you know, like they don't watch it and then they just, you know, whatever cards they get, um, that's what they get. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's, if that's the way they want to do that, um, that's perfectly fine. I just, for me, um, i much prefer the, you know, the communication back and forth with, with the guys getting to know them, um, getting to know what they do on, and everything on a personal level.
2: So in that vein, mm-hmm. we do want to give you an opportunity and we should do that kind of more up front to, introduce yourself talk a little bit about who you are kind of like you know the, the top bullet points that you would want people to know that i haven't necessarily been in a break with you yet and haven't met you yet and uh yeah why don't you kick that off for us so yeah
1: um the main aspect of of battlefield box breaks is we we try to make it more of a community um you know, there's, there, there's a ton of people that you can break with now. Um, but we, we bring it to a more personal level. Uh, we try to keep the breaks at a, at a better price for, for our folks. I hate to see guys spend a ton of money and then, uh, and then not get anything or skunk. Um, so we try to keep it at a lower cost. Um, and also we do a lot of giveaways. Uh, we do like, uh, I think this coming week Unparalleled football comes out. Um, so I have a really nice replica, uh, Saquon Barkley autograph Penn state helmet that I'm going to be giving away. Um, so oh, it's just little, little stuff to give back to, to the community for, you know, Hey, you may not always get a hit, um, but you have a chance at this. Um, and it, we try to keep it fun. Um, you know, really if if you're in it and you're you're just really negative, um, that's not that's not really the folks that, that we want, you know, to be a part of our community. Um everyone knows everyone, they have fun, um they communicate back and forth and hey, you know, there's uh uh some some fun uh smack talk, you know, between teams. Um, you know, if there's a guy who's an Eagles fan and a Cowboys fan, there's fun smack talk between there. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, it's it's there's a million different guys you could break with. Um, we keep it fun. We keep it light and uh, uh, keep it at a better price point for you folks.
0: I like it. No, I think that's the one good thing about Facebook. Well, there's lots of good things, but one of the best things okay. about Facebook is the inherent community side of it, which you just – it kind of – you get people joining. You automatically have easy ways to chat and and discuss. And most of the people have pictures as their profile pictures, as their family, and so it's like there's this common theme of just you you you're part of the community. It just is what it is, which I love. Yep. Um, so do you find that most of your clients are are new to breaking? Are you finding that they're just they're already part of the breaking world and they're just giving someone else a try or starting to, to do more with you?
1: I would say probably about 90% of the the folks in my group are, um, have been in breaks before and, and are familiar with it. Um, we are starting to see, uh, quite a few people come to the group that are like, hey, what is this? I have no idea what this is. Um, and, and they start buying into them and then, uh, and then they get that first hit and it's like they're hooked then you know they get that first autograph hook or autograph card and they're hooked and uh that's what's fun you know they get that they get that card and uh you could see in the just in the video chat you know they get so excited um that's what that's what makes this part uh fun for me is when those guys get excited
0: oh that's awesome man yeah no i uh I know that feeling. I remember how I was joining my first break, and it's like, once it's like golf, you once you hit your your first good shot of the year, it's done. It doesn't matter what you do the rest of the year, like you're going to go back.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? We got your name, we have an idea that you're interested in the hobby. I assume you got to the breaking space from having been a collector yourself, although that may not be a fair assumption. So tell us a little bit about the Man.
1: Yeah, so um so I can go into uh do you want me to go into a little bit of how I got into breaking? Absolutely. I,
2: as well, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, perfect. So um uh, I actually there's a there's a local card shop here um that I had stopped in a few times actually in my in my full time job, uh, cold calling. Um and got to know the owner and, uh, um, he had a few cards that, that were sitting in his shop for some time, um, that he had mentioned, you know, I have having trouble moving these. And, uh, so I mentioned, Hey, there's these Facebook groups where, uh, you can, you can sell cards and, uh, he said, well, would you mind selling some for me? Well, I, uh, he gave me a Mike Trout national treasures booklet that was, uh, numbered out of 5 and it was a patch. I can't remember quite what the patch was. Um, but it was a really awesome looking card. Um and he's like, "Hey, uh you know, go sell this for me." He goes, "All I need is is this much out of it." Told me what he needed out of it. Um he said, "If you can sell it for more, great." Um so I went online, sold it within a few hours, and he had it there for a couple, you know, a couple couple weeks. Um, and I sold it for more than what he had asked for. And he said, Hey, you just keep the rest. And, uh, that was almost like my starting capital, uh, to get into breaking. (laughs) And, uh, and then it just kept building after that. I actually started with these leaf mini helmets, uh, mini football helmets and, uh, and did one at a time and then started building more capital. And, uh, that's really how it got started. Um, and, uh, and I love telling that story. I think it's, I think it's fun because I helped out the local car guy here and, uh, and also got myself started. And then even funny thing is I even got him into breaking too. Um, and he's doing breaks as well. Um, so it's just a fun, just a feel good experience It helped, you know, a lot of people around here. Um, and then to, uh, to branch into my, to myself. Um, so I, uh, uh, I don't do this full time yet. Um, I'm actually in uh, technology sales, and uh, I do that full time. Um, so it's like working two full- time jobs doing uh, doing the sales and doing the breaks, uh, which actually a lot of guys in the group know um, and they respect that too. Uh, and uh, so I am married. Uh, we have a uh, a little little boy on the way in October. Congrats, thank you, thank you. Um, so I am trying to uh, collect all the big rookies from football and baseball this year. So that's, oh, that's uh, part of my project. Um, Is that because
0: they don't print papers, newspapers anymore?
1: So you have to do baseball. Prep? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could just do a screenshot of like the Wall Street Journal on that uh, yeah, that's on right. my computer.
2: <laughs> um,
1: and and actually, so once uh once the baby's born. Um, the game plan is the, uh, my wife is going to be staying at home and helping um, more of the breaks uh, and the back end of the breaks. I'll still be doing the breaks, you know, the videos, live videos and stuff, but she'll be doing the shipping, um, the posts on the Facebook, collecting payments, uh, all that fun stuff. So, uh, so it'll be like a, like a family business almost at that point.
2: Oh, that's beautiful.
1: That's
0: cool. Yep. That is cool. We, uh, we, R- Shani and I will have random conversations sometimes on the podcast, sometimes just chilling about the dynamics of having our
2: wives involved or not involved, right? <laughs> so, or, I- hating, or hating the hobby that I chose. Yeah. <laughs> right. H- how
0: have you felt your wife has kind of adapted to you breaking? Was she Great. kind of on board since the beginning, or has she kind of grown to appreciate it and respect it?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. She has, um, the, uh, so she's actually come with a lot of helpful, uh, uh, tips, um, or, or, uh, or techniques like, um, like shipping. Um, she made a really cool looking, uh, it's almost like this poster board and she, uh, she took a roller and divided it out, um, and put stickers of each of the team names for each sport. And, um, and when she sorts when she sorts them, she put them in alphabetical order, so she knows she could look at the logo and the card if she doesn't know the team, and uh, and it's a lot easier shipping wise for her. And I would I would have never thought of that. Um, so so it's a lot of um, uh, helpful techniques too um, that she's really embraced and helped me out with.
2: That's great. When I sort, I sort in order from teams I like the most to teams I hate. <laughs> so who's at the bottom then what team do you hate Uh, you could probably guess being from Pittsburgh also it does depend on the sport Baltimore is close to the bottom I would say Cleveland has to be last though ah okay okay. (laughs) we won't disparage many other cities or teams there are fans of all of them out there that might be listening so I'll spare their feelings no you won't (laughs) no I won't (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's awesome that's cool man I love hearing how wives get involved and it, it, it just makes for a much happier house
2: <laughs> especially yeah. when it comes
0: to cards and it's, it's part of your business now too so that, that's a big deal
2: Absolutely. That, you that's where I need to, that's where I need you guys help the most and the listening audience help the most I need a support group for <laughs> non-supportive wives <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right
2: she's not listening to this is she Ah, uh, she's right here. No, I'm kidding. She's not here. I'm not saying anything that she doesn't already know. Well, it was your wife's 40th birthday this weekend, so. She's, in uh, fact, it she's is recovering. tomorrow. Yeah, we've spent the whole weekend partying in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we used to live, having a great time. And it's uh, not long after this podcast, we're going to be jumping in the car to drive the four and a half hours back to Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. and she can just sleep it off in the car. So my question for you is what kind of, uh, what box of cards did you get her for her birthday?
0: Uh, (laughs) It's from Hallmark. (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly. We actually, you know, so I was one of these guys for the longest time that could not stand the idea of spending, you know, four to six bucks on a Hallmark card that's looked at for 30 seconds and then never seen again. My wife, on the other hand, she loves buying hallmark cards for occasions and hiding them around the house so that throughout the day or even the next few days you're finding birthday cards and I actually grew to like it you know it's a little surprise all over the place. it takes a while to find them all so throughout the weekend i've been and my kids as well have been hiding hallmark cards in her bag on the car in you know on the on the on the seat the car that she sits on. In the bathroom, you know, all over the place, and you know, periodically she'll walk up to one of us and say thank you, and we get a hug and a kiss, and it's been nice. So that's that's her collecting, nothing to do with sports. That's cool though. I like it that. It's fun. It's fun.
0: It's an addiction. That's all. It <laughs> it's matters. all an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, man. So let's talk about your uh, your pregame rituals. So what what is it? Let's. What, uh, I'm assuming you break mostly in the evening. Is that yep. fair? Okay. What's yep. uh what's your kind of preferred meal, preferred uh
1: preferred drink before breaks? <laughs> so <laughs> so, uh that's a great question. Uh usually it's a uh the drink is sometimes well most of the time it's a beer. Um uh it's usually a uh Yingling? type of craft. Uh, nah, it's some time of some type of craft beer. Uh, okay. Nice thing is now in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, I can go to a grocery store and get finally uh, yes yes and there's a grocery store close to us that I can get a mix and match six pack and I like to try everything so nice. um it's usually usually something different um meal uh it's whatever whatever we make that night. <laughs> Whatever so will no, keep your fingers from being too greasy, right? Exactly, exactly. I make sure to wash the hands and everything beforehand. So, <laughs> it's like I'm scrubbing into a surgery. <laughs> <That's>
2: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. You see those one, you know, certain breakers that have put the white gloves on. And I'm I'm pretty oh, sure yep. it's not watched your breaks. You, you don't wear
1: white gloves, right? No, you don't. Now, I I'll tell you. I tried it once. Um and it was a particular product. I think it was for for because a lot of a lot of bowman guys are, are very particular. Yeah. Um. And I want to cater to those guys. And uh, um, I didn't get the best feedback. <laughs> a lot of the guys just uh um uh, in, in my community uh Facebook just made fun of me. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so so yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the intent behind it, but it does seem like it can be a little bit of overkill sometimes. If you're just careful, Mm -hmm. we should all be fine. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, No thanks. I I, I see. uh, (laughs) We we we, we've talked about multiple things that really annoy us with breakers. Uh, It's (laughs) mostly as a way to hate breakers. Like these are the things that stick out to us that's in the top of the list that and like mispronouncing players names, like totally botching names and not knowing which teams are on is just the non-negotiables to, to me at least.
1: (laughs) I will tell you, uh, probably the hardest thing for me sometimes is, um, like we did, uh, a bunch of immaculate collegiate football. It just came out not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, the biggest headache for me sometimes is, uh, uh, Figuring out because it, when it's collegiate, they're in their college uniforms. Um, right. And if it's not a big name, um, it's really tough to remember who they got drafted by. So those are always difficult for me. If it's if it's collegiate, um, I try to try to read up before the breaks on where most of the guys are playing. Um, but when they're in their college uniforms, it's it's tough sometimes.
2: <laughs> I think I would have a lot of forgiveness. For something like that, because totally. that is, tough. especially if you're pulling a card of like some guy from Montana or, you know, one of these smaller conference mid majors. But uh, yeah, I think Tyler has a point. You know, we I think most of the community out there of people that are in the breaks like to know that their breakers have a pretty good idea of what they're doing. What would you say was your learning curve? What what you just mentioned the collegiate breaks, anything else? Not necessarily related to mispronouncing names or something like that, but what did you feel like in the beginning you really had to improve on? um I would say so so one of the
1: big things I wanted to improve on from the start um, it just took a while to get the space available but i I was doing a lot from uh um the kitchen table um I, and uh so it wasn't the it wasn't the most professional looking backdrop um or anything like that I mean it was our wooden kitchen table um so that was one thing I wanted to prove on from the start and I actually had some of the guys in the group say that they actually loved that because they felt like they were a kid again at the kitchen table opening up cards like they used to um That's interesting. So that was yeah that was it was kind of it was it, it was great feedback for that, but I wanted a more professional feel. Um, the other thing was uh I started out doing a lot of football breaks uh that's my sport i love i love football um so going moving into baseball when I did my first Bowman draft, oh um, man it oh my gosh, let's say what i <laughs> it was tough um, but I did so much of it then I think at one point i mean we were doing like Three cases a week of it at one point, and it was uh, just specifically Bowman Draft, um, and it was it, it was tough, but at the same point, it was awesome. I felt like I was almost pushing myself to learn a lot of these guys' names, um, and just that was the other thing too, learning the guys' names too. Uh, some of these guys, you know, uh, difficult names, um, but a lot of the guys in the group. Are, understood and they helped out actually they they would type during the live break the pronunciation of some of the guys names (laughs) Um, so since then it's it's gotten a lot easier but baseball was tough for me starting out
0: well folks if you're not using breakerculture.com by now then let me give you three reasons why you should highly consider checking it out today the first is we have real-time pricing for basically every 2018 product out there. You want to find out what national treasures cost across all the different retailers? We'll give you real-time pricing for that product. Type in any other product that you want. You can see exactly what products cost and what you should be paying at different retailers. Second, we love giving you insights. We love giving you analysis and data. We do that for a variety of different things. Um, the most recent rollout we had is something we call checklist headquarters, where we've combined all the different checklists for 2018 baseball products and 2018 football products. And we give you an interactive checklist where you can go and you can dig into whatever you want to dig into. You want to look for different teams and figure out which products to invest in. You want to look for different players and see what you need to invest in. You can do it. It's all there. It's all click and interactive. It's Really, really intuitive, and I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. And the third thing that we do that I think a lot of people really enjoy is we provide pricing ladder. So we pick the products that uh, typically are staple products, like a Prism or a Chrome Tops or Bowman, whatever it may be, and we provide you weekly updates for what the prospects and rookie pricing auto looks like. So you know that over the over time, what's trending, where where am I starting to see value, which players are starting to pick up steam, and where should I be spending my money. So again, we want to educate you uh, help you as a collector, as a buyer, as an investor, uh, spend your money more wisely. Um, and so we spend a lot of our, our time and our efforts in making sure that you have all the resources you need to be a more educated collector. So check it out. BreakerCulture dot com. back to the interview. All right, we're back. We were uh, just quickly talking about golf over the break and, uh, I have an idea for you, Tyler. Why don't <laughs> Why don't you do the first ever live break on the golf course during your round?
1: Oh man, that would be awesome. We're gonna have a lot of people behind us that aren't gonna be happy.
2: Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> so we're gonna have to let a lot of people play through,
2: um, but that would be awesome. <laughs> we could do it as a skins game, you know. So if you win the hole, you win the pack, or you win the hit that came out of the. When your choice of first hit that you you know, pick out of a half case or a full case, or oh, that man. could be fun. You could, that would you could be figure awesome. that out in a lot of ways.
1: I think you're on to something here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have you'd have to break a
0: golf product though. That's the problem. You have to get like one uh, of the expensive, yeah. one of the upper deck golf
2: products.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would that would that's actually a really cool idea. I
2: Like, that. <laughs> have you know, either of you guys dabbled in golf products at all? Because I know that's something that I've looked at, but I haven't really, really you know, bought anything or got involved yet.
1: I I've seen guys uh, do some of the older stuff. Um, I haven't done it personally myself. I know everyone's t- chasing uh, like a Tiger Woods auto, um, right? But I haven't I haven't personally done any. I think it, what is it? Is it 2001 FP um, I think it has a lot of his stuff in it um, yeah. I haven't personally done any
2: though yeah I haven't dabbled. the best golf item that we have in our larger collection which is beyond cards we have a, it's more of a piece of memorabilia I mm-hmm. took my 12 year old I think this is two summers ago so it was 2010 I believe that the US Open was held in Pittsburgh at Oakmont mm-hmm. so we went for a couple of days actually we walked the course one day and really got to see as many golfers as we could. And it was an awesome experience. And then the next day for the first couple of hours, we stood at the practice tee area. And when Jordan Spieth was coming off, my kid was the first kid he saw, made a beeline to him and signed a, a, a U.S. Open hat for him. So we've got a nice U.S. Open hat with the big U.S. Open slash Oakmont logo and Spieth signature on the bill. Beautiful That's piece.
1: Awesome.
2: it really is. That's, I heard
1: he's like just a
2: really stand-up guy, and he's he's really nice and really cool guy. I bet you he stood there signing for kids for a solid hour after practicing before he started his round. Wow, great guy. That's awesome. And this, you know, this wasn't before or after his day. This was between practicing and literally teeing off for the U.S. Open. Wow, so that was that was pretty special. That's awesome.
0: That is Good interesting. You know, it's funny. I, on that topic, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine a couple nights ago, and he was telling me that he's taken a break from sports, like for the entire year. And he's a big sports guy; was a college player, uh, and he said, "You know, I, I'm not. We're not participating in sports. Watching sports. We're like literally fasting from sports for the year." And I said, "Well, what's kind of the driver behind this?" And one of the drivers was, "I'm just tired of all the players just being incredibly horrible influences on my kid." And and a lot of this was, I think, was uh, the whole kneeling thing with football. He's a big football guy, and he just was tired of having to justify it. But hearing things about Jordan Spieth and other athletes, it's just like there is a lot of really good athletes out there that are really good role models for kids.
2: Absolutely.
1: I like to catch the uh, – I think it's the E60. Uh, They just had it on the other day, the Make-A-Wish. Oh, those are great. Oh, it was awesome, and, and the one I caught was uh, uh, Aaron Judge. Um,
2: oh, wow. He had
1: a young, he had a young kid on there. Um, I I used to hate Aaron Judge just because I I, I despised the Yankees, um, <laughs> but uh, but he seems I've heard tons of stories about Aaron Judge where he is just a, an awesome stand-up guy, and you, you start to get a lot of respect for. For players that are like that, where they understand, hey, uh, you know, this is—if it's not for the fan, you know, if it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't be here. Um, right. And and that's what I like to see. So I got a lot of respect now for Aaron Judge.
2: So Tyler, we know that you have your first on the way, and mm-hmm. Ty, we know that you have a few kids, and I've talked about my two just in, in a moment ago. If uh, if you had to choose one guy out there, any sport that you'd like your kids to look up to, who would that be?
1: I would awesome. say hands yeah. down, Carson Wentz.
2: Yep. Nice. I yep. assume you're an Eagles fan.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, to go along with this real quick. Um, we were, uh, we found out actually that we were expecting um, the the weekend
2: before the Super Bowl.
1: And uh, after they won, uh, I put on the baby name list Carson. So nice. um but that didn't get picked.
2: <laughs> that was that was X'd real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of Clark Carsons around Philly in the next few years. Oh absolutely. Or Knicks I guess. Yeah, absolutely. What about you Ty?
0: Man, that's a good question. I, I would probably say uh we're we're a big basketball fan. Baseball number one basketball's a close second. We're big Steph Curry fans. We we like we like Steph Curry a lot around here. A lot of jerseys and all that good stuff. That's the one that comes oh, to mind first. Yeah, it's kind of popular too, which kind of helps. You can get a lot of gear for cheaper. Yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah. What about so
1: what about you, Shani? You,
2: know, you know, I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh. It's always going to be a Pittsburgh guy. Um, I have to go kind of old school. And and it may be an old school name for a lot of folks, but he's obviously a huge name in the world of sports and especially in Pittsburgh. But Mario Lemieux has been one of the most philanthropic guys in Pittsburgh sports all time. He single handedly with his own money, literally not even asking for help, um, has just done so much in Pittsburgh. There's a, a home for at risk youth. There's a brand new uh, kind of outpatient day of surgery space in the northern uh, suburbs of Pittsburgh, but and, and just beyond that, constantly putting his money where his mouth is, and you know, single handedly saved the Penguins from leaving Pittsburgh. So that's huge. As long so as you
0: definitely- didn't say Richard Mendenhall,
2: just- <laughs> <laughs> and Rashard Mendenhall, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was I was gonna I was gonna go with Big Ben, but I think our listening audience might have turned this off and never come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, man. So l- let's get back to some of your breaking the the uh, the goods and the bad. So I'm I'm really curious to know kind of what you've been in. You're coming up on a year, I guess. You're, you're just passing a year. What what do you find is the most difficult thing about growing your customer base?
1: Um, it, it's a it's because there's a lot of different breakers. Um, there's there's tons of different people you can break with, and and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, you, you know, find you find the group that you like, the community that you like, or you find the breaker, the breaker that you like, and and stick with them. Um, you know, everyone's got their own different uh, uh things that they look for, and maybe a breaker. Uh, but. To go with that uh, that there's so many different breakers um you know in in the Facebook community people just uh, they like to stick to the groups that they know and the groups that they like mm-hmm. um i actually uh it seemed like we hit a plateau at some point with with uh with members getting um being added to the group um because word of mouth is is the best way to to grow the group um from your current current customers and and current Current community, um, so once you hit that plateau, it's it's hard for a lot of guys uh, to to get past that. But um, you know, once you, that's when you got to start advertising and start getting to that point.
2: So you mentioned Facebook, and we know uh, you're you're primarily on Facebook. And I have some thoughts about Facebook in general as my jumping spot for breakers. No, 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 I'm not going there. My my question is more so to educate me a bit. What are the pros and cons of using Facebook as your primary, you know, location for breaking?
1: Are you talking from a like if you were to buy into a break? Or are you talking from the from the breaker viewpoint? So
2: you know what both, and I, and I'll I'll be a little more clear with my question. Um, I'm just somebody that's kind of shied away from social media a little bit mm-hmm. on a personal level. Maybe with respect to breakerculture.com, it's a bit a bit different but you know personally i've kind of just gotten sick of all the ugliness that exists in social media mm-hmm. and therefore when i learn about facebook breakers even ones that i'd like to kind of jump in and participate with i tend to you know not necessarily follow through as much as i'd like because i just shy away from using facebook but that's that's a very particular example obviously i'm asking you know kind of educate me What's good about Facebook? What's better about Facebook than potentially either YouTube or Breakers TV or um, buying through eBay? And and you know what are the struggles you think you have versus if you opened yourself up to having your own website and breaking on YouTube? Yeah,
1: yeah. So the uh, I think I've mentioned it a couple times here. Just the the major thing with Facebook is the community. Um, it's less like a transaction um like eBay breaks kinda are. Um that that's what that's the I think that's the pro for for the for Facebook. Um and, and each person is is different. You know, the guys that are doing the ebay breaks, um they're not gonna come on to Facebook and do Facebook breaks. They like to do the ebay breaks. Um so it's it's each individualized person um, likes to do their own thing. You know, some guys like to do breakers TV. Some guys like to do Facebook. Some guys do all three. Um, but I would say that one of the pros is the community aspect. Um, one one of the cons, I think if you're, um, if you're in buying into a break, I, I would say that one of the cons is there's no accountability, um, on on the breakers like if you so most how Facebook works you buy and like say hey I'm gonna claim uh, let's say the Eagles in this product uh, claim them you pay the money um, the really thing that's only protecting you is is your PayPal as long as you send it as goods and services so I know that that's a con for a lot of a lot of guys they're saying hey there's no accountability we're on eBay you know, if they don't ship out my cards, you know, I have the eBay protection. Sure. Um, so that's why a lot of guys don't like to go to Facebook. Um, and that's also on the breaker side. You know, if I can't, if somebody doesn't want to break via Facebook, that's only limiting me to the Facebook community. Um, so I'm in one outlet where uh it's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of guys that break via Facebook, but... There's also a lot of guys that don't like to break via Facebook. So it's almost limiting me just to Facebook,
2: if that makes sense. It does. And, and to follow up, I, so you know, I have my routine when I'm looking to get into breaks. I go to this site, this site, maybe eBay, and you know I have to do a better job of remembering to jump on Facebook and look at what's available there. I'm probably missing a lot of opportunities by not making that part of my routine for looking for spots and breaks part of the reason I think I haven't gotten to that point is because I don't have a good sense of when something is going to be available. Do you provide your community with an idea of, you know, it's this day, this time that a new break's going to be listed and spots will be available? So if you don't want to miss out, you want to grab your team and said product, check around now so you have an equal shot to the rest of the community of getting what you want. Yeah, so I do um, – so what I'll do is
1: usually the day before I'm going to post a break, I'll I'll make a post in my Facebook group, and I'll say, hey, um, uh, I'll use Unparalleled again. Unparalleled football comes out this week. Um, Unparalleled football, uh, pick your team case will be posted tomorrow at – Eastern Standard Time. Uh, What guys will do is they'll either comment on that post saying, hey, tag me um, so then I know, hey, when I go to post this, make sure to tag these folks. Um, Some guys actually put – they'll set an alarm on their phone uh, (laughs) for a few minutes beforehand um, so that they're ready. um. The other thing is, too, when, when I get new members in the group, I make sure to let them know, Hey, if you don't want to miss out on a break, make sure to friend requests me because the reason why folks would do that is when I post something in that Facebook group, anything I post, if they're a friend of mine on Facebook, they get notified when I post. There you go. Um, and the other thing is I have them turn on, if they want, um, they can turn on all notifications for the group. So that's the same thing. Don't get updated as soon as I post. Um, So there's options out there for uh, I make sure to let people know, hey, this is the time. And uh, and then they, you know, they do their own little thing on how they want to be, you know, how they want to be notified for it.
2: Honestly, I consider myself a guy that's pretty plugged in to the hobby. Mm -hmm. And what you've just shared has honestly helped me understand things a little bit better regarding Facebook break opportunities in a way that. You know, I think it's, it's honestly going to help me quite a bit. So if, as the guy plugged into the hobby, you're teaching me right now. I imagine the number of listeners are gaining a bit of perspective who may not currently be into Facebook breaks and thinking, OK, whether it's through you or other Facebook breakers, they now have a better idea of you know how to incorporate that in, into the, their own routine. So that's good. I appreciate that. Candor.
0: So, Absolutely. And- Mark the date, August 12th, Shani back on Facebook with all of his politically <laughs> charged posts and animated gifts. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, like, so, so to clarify, I can't say to you right now, hey, Unparalleled's coming out, as you already mentioned. I'm really interested in getting the Steelers. Can you just set them aside for me?
1: I've had a lot of guys, um, that may be new, uh, to breaking ask that question. And I am, that's one of the big things about me. I try to keep everything fair. And uh, that's one thing I will never do. I will never save a team for anyone, um, before it's post. Um, I don't think that's fair. Um, I think part of the, part of the fun aspect of breaking in Facebook is to see who can get there the fastest, um, to, that's interesting. to pick your team. Um, this energy's over um <laughs> uh, no that's that's the only to me that's the only fair way to do it and uh like i said i try to keep everything super fair in that aspect and and um i treat everyone the way that i would want to be treated in a break and that that's not to me that's not fair
2: mm-hmm. i i appreciate that entirely i think you're absolutely
0: right mm-hmm. so i like it so, so one of the questions we had uh, and this we haven't released this episode yet but we were talking about uh Yesterday was this dynamic of breakers trying to give an honest, transparent take on a product. You know, almost trying to sell the product, but trying to be fair about it before it's broken. And, and our, our, basically our conclusion was you really can't trust breakers for their opinion (laughs) on, on products because they have to fill their breaks. Yep. So what, what, how would you kind of, What's your response to that, I guess, is more of a general question. Um, do you find it hard? Do you find it hard to kind of tell people? Or do you just read the facts and let them decide?
1: So, so there are certain products that are less desirable to to folks. Um, and it all depends on what they like. Um, I, I do try to be very transparent with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I post, what I'll do is... With most of my posts, um, if it's pick your like a pick your team type break instead of a random team break, um, I'll post the uh, the checklist with it. Um, so right there is every you know all the information my guys need uh, to do their due diligence um, when it comes to a break, you know, and and, and buying teams and picking what they want um, because there's so many products now. I, I you know I try to be as as well educated on each product as I can. Um, but there's with being so many products, you know, I, I can't know exactly what all players have autographs or, or hits or, or, or what have you in each product. Um, but yes, there are less desirable products out there. Um, and, you know, it's, you gotta be truthful when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, Cause if you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're going to end up losing, losing your community and losing your clients and, and everything. So,
0: I like it. That's a uh, good answer. That's a good it answer is. for sure. Um, which also brings up another point. We were just talking about how there's over the next five weeks, there's five football products. It's just, I mean, it's blowing my mind. I mean, how do you think Panini fixes this problem or, or do you even consider it a problem? I mean, I think it's a problem, but is this is insane.
1: Yes. Yes. I uh I I I don't know because I I want to keep doing like uh Immaculate Cleach was we did a lot of it. And that was a great product this year in, in my opinion for football. Um everyone loved it. And um like if there was I just wish there was a few more weeks where we could have done more of it, but they came out with elements then. Um, and it's like, it's almost like a, uh, we call it like a cap with a laser, you know, a laser pointer. It's like, okay, it's, it's over here. Well, now the new product comes out and now we got to jump over here. Um, to me, it's, uh, it's a little bit too much with how much they, they keep pumping out. Um, I, for me, I know what's, I know it's successful. Uh, people love national treasure, be it collegiate or. Or NFL Immaculate collegiate or NFL spectra contenders when we're talking about football mm-hmm. um, spectra contenders uh, those are the ones that seem to be successful uh, year after year, and I love breaking those um, but you know when they there's new product coming out every week it's
2: it's uh, it's a little overwhelming, I would say I think you made an excellent point when you talked about Immaculate Collegiate where you and your community gravitate towards a product you really like it you break a bunch of it and you thought man the runway on this could have definitely been longer but with Mm -hmm. a new release it's almost like they cannibalize their own business with not allowing a product to marinate a little bit out there Mm -hmm. and let us really get into it break a little bit more of it and uh yeah it's it's i think we all agree so mike question to dig further on this topic is how do you handle that problem do you feel the need to break every product that comes out do you pick and choose do you if you skip a product you know what What generally is the reason that you do um i'll tell
1: you a lot of it comes down to allocations as well um sure. when when you get allocated so much of a certain product and maybe you don't get allocated um uh, enough of another product. Um, it all comes down to that. And then also, um, after those, those pre-sales and those allocations are done, um, it all depends on the price points of the second round. Um, I've seen products where the the price points right after pre-sale goes up so much. I, I just feel like that. I just feel like it's not fair to pass that cost on to, to my community. Um, after it it jumps and, and maybe almost you know um close to doubles of what the pre-sale cost was um i that it depends on that as well um, but it, it, if a product comes out like we did a lot of bowman a 2018 bowman a lot of people were excited about that we did a did a lot of that um but then it all depends on really what the community wants to do if if they get sick of a product i'm not going to keep you know, trying to jam it down their throats and um, saying, Hey, we're only doing this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I see it as I'm working for them and I'll do whatever product they want to do.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to ask so many questions about the allocation side of it. I mean, I know there's all kinds of ins and outs of distributors and what you can and can't do. So I know it's. There's probably a lot we probably shouldn't talk about <laughs> honestly but yeah. do so do you fi- do you find yourself um kind of the second third run of products do you find yourself you have a community of folks you're buying from do you go to dealer net i mean how do you i mean cuz distributors these days i mean they they're out the you just you're not getting more after that first run unless the product's crappy and in that case you don't want the product um you, what, what's kind of your your, I don't know, what your rules of business, if you will, when it comes to acquiring more product for, for clients. So
1: I've found actually, uh, um, probably one of the distributors I work with, um, has a good bit of, of the second run. Um, and it depends on the product. Um, like you said, um, but I can usually count on at least one cases in the second run of it. Uh, but yeah, there's other outlets that I look for. Uh, but it all, like I said, it all depends on the price point. Um, I if it if it almost doubles than than what a presale was, um, I'm not going to do it. I just I don't see it fair to pass that cost onto the community when you know just the other day. product, you know, nothing changed on it. Um, and yeah, it, yeah, it's probably a stellar product, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that to those guys.
2: I admire that decision quite honestly. Thank you.
0: I do too. Uh, it, but from a business side, I'm thinking, gosh, is that the right thing to do? Because I mean, I don't know what your future plans are, but to grow your business, I mean, you, you gotta make profit and there's nothing wrong yep. with pricing it where the market is. So yeah I, I know that's a tough decision. What what is your Absolutely. Future, what is your future plans yeah, Are You wanting to grow? You want to do this full time? Is that the ultimate goal or
1: Oh, I'd, I would love to. I would love to. Um that's going to take a lot of work. Um and uh and I think the the thing with that is it's it's also a little scary too. Um oh, yeah. you know uh, cuz there's slow times. I mean, we just came I think we're starting to come out of a slow time. Um, for most, for most breakers, uh, obviously the the bigger guys, they're they're never slow. Um, but uh, in the summer, summer, and I would say probably late November and okay. through December, as you guys can imagine, Christmas time, um, those are slow times. So those are scary uh, when you think about doing a full time.
2: What do you think needs to happen for you to take that leap? I mean, do, can you do that? Can you? Go full time with this, staying on Facebook exclusively absolutely
1: um I see guys out there that are doing full time just Facebook exclusively um, wow. so there is an opportunity there to do it um, I think it just it's gonna take a little bit more time under under the belt um but the but also the the flip side of that is, hey, if I was doing this full time, I would be able to post more and break more. Um, because there'd be more time for that,
2: interesting, yeah
1: that that is the
0: dynamic you have to weigh for sure mm-hmm. for sure, and you have to have your wife one hundred percent bought in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you got a baby to support
2: <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> so Ty, I'm not sure how many folks that listen are aware that you used to break yourself. Was your wife supportive?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, she was, she was, yeah. And this was, this was back, gosh, now seven years ago. So breaking's, it's different now, like it's a different world. Back then, it was a lot more educating people on what breaking is, and even trying to figure out what breaking really is. Now it's We're just talking. you got all the technology platforms ready for you to use. It's just, and it's just different. It's just different. So. But yeah, thanks for making me think about those old days. That's great. (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, quite honestly, I'm not not aware if that was a good experience, a difficult experience for you. Did you want to keep going with it, but you had to close your doors because it just wasn't working out? I don't know much about your experience breaking.
0: Yeah, we'll have to talk about this one at a time. We, we, moved yeah. over, we moved overseas is what changed everything. So we lived overseas ah. in China for a while. Yeah. But that's a long story. Uh, yeah. But man, we're running out of time, but we, we want to try something. We have uh we have five or six questions here. We're just going to rapid fire some questions. And we just okay. want you to answer whatever comes to mind. This is a totally not prepared for you. You, you haven't had a chance to think <laughs> about them, but just some are fun. Some are just different, but we just want to get your, your take on them. Okay, so, cool. You cool with that? All right. Yep. Surprise product of 2018.
1: I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not oh,
0: su- su- what's your surprise product of 2018?
1: Surprise product. What,
2: what do you mean?
0: Yeah, I don't know. What, what's the one that surprised you the most? Good you event. didn't
2: expect make- it would be good or something like that, but it it, it caught you by surprise. Immaculate collegiate football.
0: Man, I got to check out Immaculate collegiate more. I haven't. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, what is, what's your favorite product of
1: 2018? Uh, inception baseball.
0: Woo! Okay. Interesting. Song of choice for background music during your breaks.
1: Oh my! Uh, uh, it would have to be uh, "Thunderstruck" by AC/DC. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> Mountains,
0: mountains, or ocean? What do you, what would you rather live by? Ocean. Hmm. Pick one athlete that can break with you for the entire day. Which one is it?
1: Oh man, oh boy! I think it would be fun. Um, well, see, I'm a big Eagles fan, so I would say obviously Carson Wentz. Um, but I think Mike Trout would be a ton, ton of fun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so can we can you get that worked out can you hook me up with mike trout and get him on the on the breaking yeah i'll Next work with it <laughs> <me>. okay <cool.
0: laughs> what's uh give, give me a rookie in the nfl upcoming season and a rookie in the nba upcoming season that you're most excited about
1: Ah, uh, i would say well everyone's really excited about but saquon um I mean, everyone's really excited about what he can do. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, NBA, to be honest, I am not too big in the NBA. So I apologize. I don't I really pay attention too much to the NBA. And we just started breaking NBA products not too long ago. So no, <laughs> I
0: apologize. That's fair. that's fair. We'll just say Michael Porter Jr. for you. I'll just go ahead I and- was just
2: going to say anybody but Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a Missouri <laughs>
0: guy, so we'll just throw that out there. Um, Colin okay. Sexton. Colin Sexton, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what What's the first sport you're going to get your son involved in?
1: Soccer. Oh, that's what I played. So,
0: you were a college played, athlete, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I played all the way through college. Yep.
0: It's like scholarship and everything.
1: Um. So. So, if, a quick story is I uh, I messed up my ankle um senior year of high school. And um and that pretty much put everything out the window. Like I had to get surgery. I, I didn't even play senior year. Um and then uh, uh basically one of my old teammates played at uh UPJ, uh, Pitt pitch on sound, um and uh got the coach involved and uh that's how I ended up there. So uh so unfortunately very minimal scholarship.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Still cool. You can say you're a college athlete, not a lot of folks can say yeah. that.
2: I've got to ask, since you're a soccer guy, and you live, you're from near the Hershey area, and you still live in Pennsylvania, not far from there, Mm -hmm. what, tell us, give us a perspective, because there's so many folks out there that might be interested in soccer, but don't know much about the sport, what's the word on Pulisic, is he really that amazing?
1: He's the real deal, he is the next, uh, well he's the face of the US soccer team, um, that I'll tell you what, that whole team it so it was a bummer them not making the World Cup. Um, but I think every now and then you need somewhat of a reality check. Um, so I think that was their reality check. And uh I think next World Cup, I mean they're they're gonna come out firing. Um, I think that their young talent that they have for the next couple of years. I mean, we're talking four years from now. Um, so that's four years for those guys that have to develop um and they've got some talent
2: so yeah. i would definitely keep your eye out on them so on the world stage mm-hmm. everyone knows the neymars and the Ronaldos of the world does pulisic rank not far from that level um
1: i would say he's he's not quite up there yet uh, those guys are on a whole nother planet i mean those guys are just those are freak athletes. Um you look at Ronaldo, um, he's just he's a freak athlete. Um he, he's fast, he's he his shots are, are some of the hardest out there. Um he's he's an uh a threat in the air. Um I mean, he's just an all-around great player. And Neymar and, and Messi are, are right. I mean, and this is my personal opinion. So, sure. um but it, politics is not quite up there yet.
2: Um, Are you saying he could get there?
1: Um, it's a possibility. Wow. I I don't see it yet, but I I think there's a possibility.
2: To even say it's a possibility for an American to potentially achieve that level of play and stardom is pretty unbelievable.
1: Oh yeah, it, I I I would love to see the U.S. get to. Get to that point where where we are considered a powerhouse. Now I think it's gonna I think it's gonna take some time, um, but I think it can happen.
2: That's exciting.
0: That is exciting. All right, mm-hmm. la- la- last question for you, Tyler, and it's mm-hmm. the most important one for Shani. <laughs> what what's the uh, what's the guilty pleasure show or That's series it. you and your wife like to watch?
1: Oh man. Uh, I should have known this was coming after the uh the last t- podcast. Um oh boy. Um so we just got finished up watching the uh the handmade tale. Oh great. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh um it's it's a great show. <laughs> but but uh when you say the name it's kind of kind
2: of sounds like a like a chick flick it's like chick show. So I actually read that book in college. Okay. this many years later, they turned it into a show, and I was excited, but I didn't have Hulu. So just two weeks ago, I believe, I downloaded the entire first season and watched it all in the weekend. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was (laughs) quite the show. Disturbing, but amazing. Oh, absolutely.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Where do you find the time for this? She need to crack up. And I ask these questions mainly to hear your response because your response was, oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, Tyler, any any parting words? Anything you want to tell folks to go check out? Any specials, anything that you want to just mention?
2: Are you good?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, first off, thank you guys for having me. Uh, Greatly appreciate it. Um, But, yeah, I mean uh, – definitely check us out on facebook uh battlefield box breaks um be more than happy to help you um and and have you uh if you're newer um you know if you're on facebook message me i have no problem answering anyone's questions and a lot of guys will tell you that um i'm here to help you guys uh and yeah definitely check us out like i said this coming week we'll be giving away the saquon barkley autograph replica helmet uh penn state uh but it's sitting right next to me here it is a sweet piece of memorabilia it is awesome um so yeah definitely check us out
2: that's beautiful i just wish i just wish he didn't play at the state pen (laughs) (laughs) you know what that's the first time i heard that and i love it (laughs) you and i are both pit alums so we agree on that
1: absolutely absolutely i feel like uh uh You know, I could. this could burst in flames here at any point just because it's in a (laughs) a pit house, you know. If it was in my house,
2: it might uh, actually burst in flames because I said it. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank you as well, Tyler, and uh, I really appreciate that you took the time out to be with us. And, you know, like I said, when you answer those questions about Facebook, I think you helped me and most likely a bunch of people listening to this understand a bit more about how to get involved with Facebook and the pros and cons potentially about that and uh you'll see my face or i should say my name and my uh my my, my breaker's name it'll be something incognito we'll see if you figure out it's me or not <laughs> that sounds great <laughs>
0: right on brother well thank thanks so much man we'll uh we'll be catching around
1: awesome thank you guys
0: all right have a good cool- you know man.